Hello, everyone. Welcome to another show of uh, how to become the CEO of your life. I am with my co-host, Natalie Dolan. How are you, Natalie? Good, good. How are you today? I'm very good. And today we're going to talk about something very interesting for me and very informative for me, I think, because I'm struggling with this as well at this moment. <laughs> so what are we talking today? Today we're going to talk about our struggles with weight. And in the particular case of us two, I'm also struggling, is, is <laughs> excess weight, too much weight, um, and weight gain, and the struggles we're having. Exactly. So, yeah. And you are not alone, because I'm experiencing this, my family members are, my friends are, we are not alone. Okay, I think this is our post-COVID, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure lots of people are experiencing, but we have to understand why we're experiencing, why we let ourselves down to experience this, yes? Mm -hmm. I agree. So, so I want to, I mean, I gained um, during COVID, and right now, even if it's, it's not after COVID, in a sense, but still in a COVID era, mm -hmm. uh, I gained 10 kilos. Uh, it's actually scary to even say that 10 kilo, but yeah, I gained 10 kilo. And uh, I don't know why I don't even feel like working out that much. I always see these people that they're working a lot. They're showing the quarantine time, they lost weight. And I'm thinking, how come I don't have that motivation? And um, I'm assuming because I'm a little bit, I don't have home, I'm living a little bit here, I'm living less, <laughs> maybe this is the reason because I'm, I have like a little bit of instability in my life right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, I'm uh, putting the blame on the marriage life. <laughs> yes, you know, Sasha, with Sasha, we're always drinking. We love to drink champagne mm -hmm. and we love to buy nice cheese. He loves the wine. So I'm into that with, with him. So it's always fun to eat something. Whereas before, maybe I would always go in New York, I would always go out with friends. But maybe that was like two, three times a week, not more than that. With him, every day I have a plan. You know? Oh, wow. I was going to say, how, how often do you do this with your husband? Every day? Yeah, every day uh -huh. we have... You guys are fun. <laughs> Celebrating life together. Mm. I mean, we always, even if we are cooking home, I mean, I'm not cooking that much, but if we cook home, um, we still have something nice to drink and cheese with it, uh, which we have to kind of maybe to make it boring, the food make it boring so we don't eat and drink and I don't know. So I'm trying to see what your suggestion will be. So this is where <laughs> I'm standing right now. And I don't feel like working out because after a bottle of champagne or wine, what do you want to, how do you want to work out? I don't know. <laughs> um, Matilda, thank you for sharing and for being honest. And like you said, it's, it's hard to say out loud, right? Mm. The number of kilos that you've gained. So I appreciate you sharing that. And you hit upon two huge things, motivation and lifestyle, right? And for most of us, almost all of us with COVID, our lifestyles have changed mm. com like completely. So I get that. But also motivation, 
right? So let, let's talk about motivation. Of course, after you have champagne or wine, you're not going to want to work out. But what about in the morning when you wake up? Like, tell me when you wake up, like, you don't ever feel motivated to go for a walk, go for a run, go to the gym? Um, I don't feel like I'm not going to gym because I'm like, oh, it's COVID. I don't want to get, I don't know. Maybe it's in my head. Now I'm going to get my vaccine, so I'm going to feel better about it. But um, I can go to walk, but I don't go. So mm. I know what I can do, but I'm not doing it. So this is the problem. And so this is where we need to dig into. So exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is stopping you from going on the walk in this case? And there are other things we can do. I don't know. I mean, uh, I always like, oh, I'm tired. I have other things to do. I don't wake up on time to mm-hmm. go to walk. And then I start my day because there are a lot of meetings that I start the day with. Um, but you know, these are all excuses. I can wake up earlier and then do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get it. And, and are you working from home? Like most of us are, I'm working yes. from home. Sometimes waking up at the times we were supposed to doesn't happen. It happens to me all the time. Um, however, if you don't actively want to make that change, it's not just going to happen. Right. And, and yes. I get it, but it's also hard. And sometimes what I, what I think about is the times where I was more fit and, and, and skinnier and healthier, I, I, I tap into how I felt when I was in that stage, right? And like, I felt good. I looked good. My clothes looked good. And sometimes that motivates me. Um, so what I'm, what I'm saying is find the thing that will make you be like, okay, I want to change this. So for me, it's when I go into my closet and I go grab my favorite jeans and they don't close, right? I'm just like, okay, no, 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 that's it. I can't, I need to go back to the gym. I need to go back to the working out or the running. And so finding that why, and we talk about this in all our other episodes, right? But finding that why and connecting to that why. And so let's talk about it real quick. What are some of your reasons for wanting to lose weight? But um, um, before I'm going to answer that, I'm actually thinking um, I'm wearing the clothes that I love. Oh, maybe I don't have my clothes with me. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. My clothes are somewhere. Some of them are in Paris. Some of them are in New York. And I'm just going to, I just go and buy clothes here, a size bigger <laughs> and a big, <laughs> and a big, and I don't even look good in those sizes. I don't know. Um, I'm actually thinking why I don't have that motivation to wear my clothes. Maybe because I don't have it with me. Or it's very it's it's possible. If you're not seeing it and putting things on and then realizing that they don't close or it's too tight or it doesn't go down, it's different. I think this is the reason I feel like stability in life and having a a, a place to call home is very important. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the apartment or the location. It's just, you know, you, you have a place, you have your mug, you have <laughs> your clothes, you, your, your closet. Yeah. And it's your, um, yeah, it's, it's yours. And I think that's very important. I mean, it's really affecting my life right now. I mean, it, it also affects your schedule, 
right? If you're sleeping in different places, different time zones, different noises, maybe you're sleeping with family members and they wake up or go to sleep late, right? It, it, it's changing your entire schedule. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to find that stability. And that's why going back to that, why, why do you want to be fit? Why do you want to lose kilos? Why do you want to fit into that dress? Because without that, the motivation won't come. And then I have a bigger, like, I think everyone in this stage, they're motivated because I'm going to have my wedding. Uh, we're just trying to figure out when it's going to be the good time so we can have people travel for the destination. But how come I'm not even motivated for that? This is the crazy part. I will be motivated maybe it's one month or two months because we don't have the date yet. Mm-hmm. But in a couple of months, we will have it. How is this possible that I'm not motivated? I don't understand. So <laughs> this, is, this is pretty deep. So tell me about your choices of food, for example. So you mentioned cheese and champagne and wine. But I what are you- pasta um, with, um, living with Sasha in Paris. We ate a lot of, I made a lot of pasta in the quarantine time. That's one of the things I know how to make. <laughs> and I'm good at it, actually, believe it or not. And it's just delicious. I love yeah. pasta. I think that's one of my reasons for my weekend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I love pasta and wine and nice salads. And oh. clearly not being motivated to work out. Mm-hmm. And what about... Sasha, your your fiance, I keep saying husband. What about his weight? And what about his physical activity? How how's um, he doing? He gained weight, but he always works out. He cannot not mm-hmm. work out. But and somehow so, I don't feel like working out with him. I think one of the other elements that I bring in, and maybe it's just an excuse, I don't know. I, uh, when he works out, I feel like that's my time to be alone. Mm. because we're both at home working together and um, I don't know when he goes to work out uh, the logic would say that the best thing to do um, he can be a very good motivation for me to do that but then I rather to have that time for me mm-hmm. to be alone mm-hmm. because I love um, you know I love to be alone I love, I mean, w- one thing that I'm missing um, by, being, by being in quarantine and with Sasha and living life with Sasha as a partner now, I miss my aloneness, mm-hmm. which I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because I'm choosing to be with a partner. But I've lived so long alone that... Right now, it's a little bit of a difficult time to adjust mm-hmm. it. Um, I miss going to restaurants alone. I miss going to movies alone. I miss, I miss to spend time with myself alone. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit difficult to carve that time for me. Um, so I don't know if this is an excuse or this I mean, is- yes, it's an excuse, right? And, and so, and not to say, right, like you've had some excuses. We didn't even get to my struggles yet, but like we all make excuses, right? Because it's easier to make an excuse than to go put that effort in. But there's a couple of things here too, right? Like your time management. 
Yeah. If you really, really want to lose weight and your partner is good about working out, you can go and, and do the workout with him, but then have your alone time some other time or, or and yeah. start creating boundaries and say, Sasha, we worked out today. So do you mind when we go home? I just go to the room and I do some work for a couple of hours by myself. Right. And like mm-hmm. starting to create different windows of time where you can be alone. Yeah. Seems like it's an excuse, <laughs> but I think I'm just struggling to have my balance in life. Mm-hmm. Um, before COVID, I had a single life. During COVID, I got uh, not single anymore. And now, obviously, I have a partner in life. Mm-hmm. So managing that can be, and actually using the opportunity that he works out a lot. So it can be a good motivation for me. And if we can work out together and a little bit more watch out our food intake, um, mm-hmm. we can have a very good body. I mean, we all can. It's, we're just, we're not, we're not doing it right now. So mm-hmm. another thing that as you're talking, like, what about your time management, right? Like, how do you, how do you manage your day? Because sometimes for people, and I do this, I put it in my calendar gym and I put an hour and even if I don't go to the gym I'll go for a walk or I'll do a workout on the YouTube or something right I have all these apps that do the workout so I, I put it in there so that I can see it because it, if when I have low motivation like right now um, I need those reminders um, you know what else I do too I sometimes I post I find a picture of me of, of a earlier time when I was very fit and very happy with myself and I put it on my fridge (laughs) before I open my fridge I see that gorgeous picture of myself I'm like okay do I want to eat this pasta again or do I want to choose a salad instead and then go for a walk afterwards right like there's all these little tricks that's good because my mom what she does is sending me pictures with whatsapp about my uh, previous pictures that I was fit so she's trying her best to motivate me. But obviously when the pic, you scroll it down and then you close your phone so you don't see those pictures. But I, this is a good... Um, print it. Print it and put it on your fridge. Put it somewhere so that you can see it because it's a, it's a good reminder. Very good. Awesome. Um, but, you know, as much as Sasha or your mother, they choose to want to motivate you, that's great. But it has to come from yourself. Exactly. Right. And that's why I keep going back to why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to become healthier? And you get to like really explore that question and really explore, okay, I'm, I'm making this up. Oh, for me. So my weight struggles have been similar. I had surgery earlier this, this year in February, and then I wasn't able to do anything really for about a month and a half. And then around the three, four month mark is where I started to, to really walk again and like power walk. But those few months of no activity, you know, I, I, I gained a lot of weight and it's also not common for me. And, and pre-COVID, I was 
working out all the time and I didn't even think about my weight, but now it's like all I think about. And then I'm like you some days because I'm home all day and then after work, I just go sit on the couch because I'm like, oh, I want to break from work. I'm going to watch TV instead of going to the gym. Or you know what, tonight I'm just going to make pasta because it's easier than cooking some vegetables, cutting them up, peeling them, right? And so I eat pasta instead. So similar to you, I, I have gained a, an incredible amount of weight and it's been difficult to find that motivation to go back to how I used to eat and work out. And I even found out the last I went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago, they told me I had high cholesterol for the first time in my life ever, ever. I've never had high cholesterol. And she's like, okay, yeah, your cholesterol is a little bit high. Like that is now my why, right? Like I want to be healthy at the end of the day. Yes. I would love to lose some weight and, and fit into my genes, but more so I want to be healthy. Like, I do not want to have high blood pressure or high cholesterol or any of those things. So when she told me that, it's always in my head now. And it's just, do I want to just go for the cheeseburger with the mayo and the ketchup? Or can I just have a veggie burger, you know, with, with mustard, right? Like, there's always choices. And because now I have a new motivating factor, it's like, okay, no, no, no put that aside, not make a salad, you have time, or I make the salad during the day so that by nighttime, when I'm tired and like, don't feel like cooking, it's already made. So I don't have to sit there. And so it's been rough though. Like there are, there are some days that I just, I don't want to. Mm. And it's that simple. Like, I don't care what anyone says or does or pictures or genes. I don't want to. picture motivates. <laughs> nothing it just I don't want to and so it's it's been rough and like I mentioned I have family members friends that were, were all kind of experiencing this so what do you, what do you think it will be your solution so I I put it in the calendar um, after my vaccine so I'm vaccinated I did sign up for a gym and I've been going for the last two months and it's been great. And it was a little bit nerve wracking at first because, you know, I'm not used to being around people and it's, it's enclosed and it's indoors, but excuse me, I'm, I'm comfortable now. And I go three to four times a week again. And it's actually help, the fact that I'm going back is motivating me because I'm remembering that feeling of like higher energy, better sleep, better focus. Like, and then it's one of my stress relievers. Like when I get stressed and I go run or go work out and I lift weights, I literally come back home like, like there's nothing wrong in the world. So starting was hard, but because I paid for it and I found one that's really close to my house, so I have no excuse, it's, that's, that's been part of my solution. Oh, very nice. So what, what about, um, what can we tell people who are listening what yeah. are your suggestions to that? So there are definitely, I have like a couple of tips here, a few tips on how to win your battle with your weight struggles, right? Because like you shared, like I shared, there's struggles and like everything else, there's always a way to get through it. And one of the best things and the number one rule is do not skip breakfast. And a lot of people tend to do that. Um, even if it's a little bit later in the morning, even if it's something tiny, do not skip breakfast. When you eat in the first thing in the morning, it starts your metabolism. It starts your body's energy flow. It starts everything. So eating breakfast is beyond important. Um, and getting 
starting from breakfast until the whole day, at least 10 grams of protein per day, like at least 10 grams. And you don't have to have it all in one meal. You can spread it out, but protein really helps keep us energized with the right kind of energy, right? Not like sugar and not, you know, so it's, it's important. Um, another thing, and I've tried this and it's actually, um, my partner has been telling me I've been doing this and I didn't realize eat smaller meals. Um, and just more frequency, like more frequent if you need to. But like smaller meals definitely help with with weight because you have more control. Eat slower. Also, be mindful. We talked about awareness and mindfulness a lot. Being mindful where you're eating, tasting it, seeing the colors, smelling it, like enjoying the flavor. It, it all slows it down. So if you have a plate this big, you, you'll be completely fine as opposed to having like a full plate. Um, some people, and this works for some people, I'm not suggesting it for everyone, but fasting, intermittent fasting, right? So um, sometimes I don't eat until about 11.30 a.m. or 12 p.m. because I worked out the night before and just to keep my body on like a fasting stage and then I start eating, but I still have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, but again, only if you know that it works for you. I'm not saying not to not eat. That's never a good solution. I love intermittent fasting. And uh, in New York, I used to do like 20, 20 hours, 22 hours. Um, sometimes, I mean, uh, even quarantine times, I've done it a little bit. But yeah, and then the motivation went down. Now it's like, if I don't eat 10 hours, I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> I mean, life is different. We're at home 90% of the time. So what are we going to do? Go to the cupboard, go to the fridge, go to the little, like, it's, I'm not saying it's an excuse, it, but it is more, it's easier to just eat now. And we'll, we'll get into that. There's a whole thing I want to talk about. But fasting, if you know how to do it, it it's definitely a good idea. Um, we talked about this a lot exercising um exercising is a great way to to maintain the weight to lose weight to just feel good and including weights right like so a lot of people have this misconception like i need to do cardio i need to do cardio because i need to burn all the fat and calories and that's not a bad thing however adding in weights definitely helps especially depending on your body type bodies are all different, right? Some people can do four days of cardio, one day of weights. Some people need like three days of weights and one day of cardio, but finding that perfect balance um, and just exercising. And, and exercise doesn't mean you have to put on the outfit and drive to the gym. You can do a quick walk around your neighborhood, right? That's exercising. You can go up and down the stairs, if you, if you live by a park in New York City, I used to do this actually, like, especially in the Bronx, there are these huge amounts of stairs. Go up and down the stairs like five times, right? Like exercising doesn't mean you have to, it's, it's not as rigid as people think, but it's important and daily, like every day. Um, this is one that, that I struggle with. Eat until you're no longer hungry, right? So... And I think this comes from culture. In our family, we were always taught to finish your plate. Like, no matter what, you finish your plate. And so I, I kind of have that mentality, like, I need to finish my plate. But sometimes I eat halfway, and I'm actually full, right? And, like, I feel fine, but I continue to eat. Like, 
And then we get overfull, and then we get tired, and then we get lazy, and all these things, and then you gain extra weight. So recognizing that eating until you're no longer hungry is fine before you get to that full point, because we actually get full before we feel full. Um, but that one's tough for me, especially if it's pasta, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now we gave some tips about how to resolve the gain weight. But I think let's go a little bit deeper down and understand why people have, why people like me, like you at this moment, or some other people that we know, mm-hmm. have weight problems. Why people go through the struggle of weight mm-hmm. in general. This is such a perfect segue because I wanted to talk about emotional eating, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and a lot of people do this and they're not aware of, of, of it at all. So what is emotional eating? When you eat emotionally, it means that you're eating for other reasons than hunger. Like you're not hungry. And, but you may eat because you're feeling sad or depressed or tired or lonely or, or stressed out, right? So when we eat to like fill those emotions, it's called emotional eating and it's very unhealthy. And it also adds to weight gain and adds to high cholesterol. It adds to laziness, right? Like it, it causes a lot more problems, um, so I want people to become aware of like if you use food for for other reasons, maybe a reward. Like, oh my God, I went to the gym today. I'm gonna have a chocolate brownie for di- for dessert after dinner, right? Like, and not to say you shouldn't reward yourself, but sometimes using food as a reward often is another form of emotional eating. Um, and it makes sense, right? Because food food can soothe us. Food can feel like comforting and soothing. and But then it's distracting us from what's really going on. Mm. So let's take loneliness, for example, right? There are a lot of people experiencing loneliness right now, all ages, because we're home most of the time. And either you live by yourself or you live with people, but it's the same people that you see and, and you miss your friends, you miss your colleagues, you miss the lady at, at the, the corner shop that you used to go and get your cigarettes, right? Or not cigarettes, whatever, yeah. gum. I don't know why I said that. I don't smoke. Um, but so when you're eating to feel better, but then you're not really addressing the, you know what though? I'm actually feeling lonely. Maybe I should reach out to my friend and see and have a conversation or Maybe it's time for me to start seeing a life coach or a therapist, right? Be like, I haven't been able to get over this loneliness feeling. I feel so alone in the world. So emotional eating hides those things that are really going on underneath us. Very nice. So it's very important to acknowledge it. I'm going to look at it too. Maybe I am doing, I mean, clearly I'm doing emotional eating because we're not eating for our hunger. We're just ha- eating to feel good and happy. <laughs> I mean, most yeah. of the day is me and Sasha. So I have to realize why I'm doing that. So start writing about it, right? Either before or after when you wake up or when you go to sleep and say, you know what? Today was a great day and Sasha and I just had a feast for dinner. But I realized halfway through that 
I was really full and I kept eating anyway, right? Okay, this is an example for everyone at home, yeah. but let's write about it or let's think about or talk about it, right? You have an amazing partner. Talk to your partner about it and say, you know what, Sasha? I really would like to change some of our habits and I would love your support. Like, let's do the cheese and wine and champagne. Let's just do it twice a week. Yeah. And I'm not telling everyone to like change your life completely because we still get to live and enjoy. And I'm a big factor of living a yummy life, including the cheese and the wine. <laughs> so, but it's all about moderation. True. So have it. Enjoy. I'm sorry, someone's at the door. But just not all the time. Very not. So do you think I mean people who have weight problems? Some people don't eat at all. And I've just realized the same people who don't eat, the same problem that some people don't eat at all and the people who eat a lot is the same. The source is the same. Comes from the real problem within that maybe you don't want to add this in your life. What is your experience with maybe yourself or with the people that you've been around What's been their reason to eating emotionally, eating a lot or eating less? Like yeah. eating disorder. Kind mm-hmm. of. Two things. Um, the first one is boredom. Believe it or not, when people get bored, one of the first things that pops into your mind is, let me go have a snack. Let me go out to eat. Let me grab those chips. Um, and so, and when you're bored and you eat, you eat mindlessly. So you're not even really paying attention. So yeah, you can have a snack, but instead of putting some chips on a plate, you take the whole bag and you eat it because you're not even paying attention. So like when we're, and when we're bored also, that usually means that there's something going on too. Um, so boredom is usually a number one, like red light like okay you know something's something's going on and let me pay attention the second one that i find is sadness um most people that tend to eat emotionally is because they're trying to fill that sadness right it's almost as if like they're trying to fill a hole literally with Mm -hmm. food and and i'm not saying it it sometimes is okay right again because food can soothe us right like a big bowl of chicken soup a big pot of tea like those things can soothe us but but be aware of you're doing it every day and all the time Mm -hmm. um but sadness is real and everyone experiences sadness um including me i had a death in the family a few weeks ago and my intake of pasta has been higher right like almost every day i may or like i make a meal that includes pasta whereas before I do every three days or four days or five days, but lately I've just been wanting to like feel comfort. And so being aware of, okay, do I really need to eat this much or am I just trying to feel my sadness? Right. So it's all, I mean, it's all coming back to awareness to understand, be mindful about what we're doing. So So to understand where is this weight gain coming from? Mm-hmm. I mean, in our case, it's weight gain. Maybe for other people, it's losing weight a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a problem for them. Uh, is it like, so do you think I have uh, eating disorder? Yeah. No, 
No, no, no, no, Matilda. Eating <laughs> disorder is it? Eating disorder is real, and it's an extreme case of emotional eating, or or other issues, right? Mm. I honestly think that for you in this case, it's you're not connected to your why. Your motivation isn't there, and you're not really putting effort into your your why, right? And if so, I don't stop it, it will get to eating disorder. I mean. It, it's it's possible i don't i'm not i'm not a doctor right like eating disorders are like super medical thing like i i know of them but i'm not a doctor and this is a quick note too i wanted to mention this please like when you're trying to change your habits or you're trying to fasting or like don't do anything that doesn't feel right and good and, and if you need to check with your doctors right because sometimes there's actually a chemical imbalance and or hormone imbalance or there's actually medically something wrong with you so i just want to say to everyone listening like also just go regularly to your doctor right and check your bloods check your cholesterol check everything because thyroid like sometimes there could be something wrong medically Hormone. physically yeah hormonal and chemical so thank you i wanted to bring that up before but thank you for reminding me but i don't think you have an eating disorder my dear it's you just need to get up and i promise you once you start starting is the hardest part once you start you're gonna feel oh yeah i remember this oh yeah i like this and then your energy shifts your mind shifts, your stress levels decrease, your clothes start to fit. Like there's so many beautiful benefits about getting into shape. And also I feel like right now I've gained so much weight, 10 kilo. Uh, it's kind of the number, like 20 pounds I have to lose it. I'm like, oh, I cannot do that. I feel like I'm overwhelmed with the number. Okay. And instead of stopping me to, okay, to not gain more, so the damage. Well, this is so great because I'm, like, uh, I'm, like, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. It's not like I'm gonna lose ten kilos. Might as well eat. Well, so <laughs> remember, I, and I get it. That does sound a lot, right? Ten kilos. So remember our podcast that we did on how to achieve goals and goal setting. One of the biggest thing is break it down. Yeah. So stop thinking about the ten kilos and let's say I want to lose two kilos. And let's focus on two and break down your goal because the, sometimes the more difficult it is, the bigger it is, the more you're like afraid or distracted. Or like you said, you're like, oh, I'm not, that's too much. But what if we just start small? You know what? By December, I want to lose two kilos. And, and, and then after, or maybe November and then December for the holidays, we could eat some more. But you know what I mean? Like we, we, we break it down because I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. And that was the first thing you said. You're like, oh my God, it's so overwhelming. And that's, that's so true. So let's break down your goal. Very nice. So whoever is listening and it's going to help them, <laughs> uh, it's good to break down your goals uh, of weight loss instead of just thinking about it overall and constantly thinking, oh, I have to lose this much weight, that much weight. Because I'm sure there are people who have maybe less weight to lose right now or more weight to lose. We don't know. <laughs> but um, it's important to, you know, maybe put it in a weekly calendar. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. And take charge of your life. Don't let your weight take charge of your life. You take care of your diet. Yes. <laughs> I hope you hear this, Matilda, for you. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and quick also note, 
it's also not about the kilos or the pounds, right? Because some people are more muscular and they may be getting smaller, but they're gaining more muscle. So their weight, the number is the same. So it's not always being focused on that number, right? It's, are you fit? Do you feel good? Do your clothes clothes? Do you, it's, it's not just, a, it's just not, it's not about the number because, you know, for example, as soon as I start really, really gaining muscle, that number stops moving, but I'm getting smaller. So everyone, everyone is different. Everyone is different. Very nice. So um, what else? We gave some tips about weight loss mm -hmm. and uh, we talked about the underneath problem of uh, gaining weight. So any other elements that you would like to share with others? Yes. Find a buddy. Find a buddy. So <clears throat> like most things, when you have an accountability partner, it's so much easier or not even accountability, but someone to say, hey, are you, are you going to the gym today? Yeah. Okay. I'll text you. I'll see you there. Right? Like mm -hmm. that motivates too. I have a neighbor that goes to the same gym as me. And sometimes when it's raining, I'll be like, hey, can, can I ride with you over to the gym? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, like creating that community and a buddy system, oof, it works. It works. And then when I know that someone's going and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't feel like going, but someone texts you and they're like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym today. I am instantly like, you know what? Yeah, me too. I'm going to see you there. So find Not a buddy. But we're going. <laughs> <laughs> and your buddy could be Sasha, just saying. Yeah. Very nice. I know it's here and I'm not using the opportunity. <laughs> Yet. Until now, you're not. But that can change. Very nice. I need to have a nice wedding dress. I cannot be chubby and be in a wedding dress. I mean, no, matter what, no matter what you look like, you're going to be beautiful. But yes, if you want to look a certain way, I get it. Yeah. And if this is not going to motivate me, I don't know what's going to motivate me. You know, when you're single... Um, you're kind of always in a good sh shape in a way because mm -hmm. you know you're always out and about you're meeting people you're going to a bar you're going to events but somehow when you're not doing any of those and you're not dressing up in a sense mm -hmm. you lose the reality of who you were <laughs> i mean covid also contributed to that too right again like less going out less groups less less of a lot of things so be kind to yourself to everyone listening and watching and matilda to you too be kind to yourself but yeah. don't eat about it don't be kind and like go eat candy no 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 not yeah. that kind of <laughs> No, don't eat Napoleon, don't eat <laughs> No sugar. No, no sugar. Good sugar is good sugar. Fruits are good. And nothing, what do you call it? The Processed, other candy. Processed, yeah. yeah. Refined. Refined. Very nice. Lovely, yeah. Natalie. Yeah, really thank you for sharing. <laughs> Thank and it felt, it felt good to share too, because now it's, it's going to keep my motivation going up, right? Like it's been two months and I've been doing good and I'm going to keep going. I can do this. So can you, right. so can all of you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much, Natalie. We learned lovely things and great tips. And I hope everyone in their weight journey, they will be reaching their goals soon. So every day, 
Struggle is real. Struggle is real and we can do it. And good luck. Thank you very much, Natalie and lovely audience. And we'll be back with another episode. Till next time. Ciao. Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.